tonight on the Hero's Path, Zach went to the Thunder Zone. Uh, among other things, this is kind of Thunder Zone round two, because I feel like the jungle was also kind of Thunder Zone. Oh, that's true. Uh, I'm in the Hyrule Ridge area this time. Uh, the Japanese just says Hyrule Hills, which is also accurate, but I like the I like the name Hyrule Ridge. I don't like the name Hyrule Ridge because there's so many... It's all Hyrule. And uh, it feels like they could come up with a cooler name. Or at least just a more specific name, because I feel like Hyrule Ridge could be applied to hundreds of other locations. I think... Well, well, uh, the theme of this episode is going to be my negativity. Uh, that's every episode. Ho, 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 ho. The audience laughs. Shut up. Uh, laugh track. And then Ryan says his catchphrase, which is, shut up. That's true. Uh, patent pending. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about something that we're going to talk about like two episodes from now. And that is that they should have called this area Tabantha. Yeah, didn't they? And give Tabantha a different reason. No, because Tabantha's on the other side of the the gorge. Oh, okay. And yeah, Tabantha is like the flat area, the flat snowy area outside of. Well, no, it's also it's also the area leading up to uh, uh, Rito Town. Oh my gosh, I'm not very good at this. There's two different Um, Tabantha areas, and they should have named this Tabantha because of yeah Minish Cap. Yes. I'm always thinking about Minish Cap. You know this about me. I guess. Okay. Uh, but I went around this uh, part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff. The The biggest thing we have to talk about, like the biggest like feature that you notice here, uh, mm-hmm. are these trees. Yes. Uh, I think on the previous episode, I was like trees or mushrooms or whatever they actually are. I don't remember. Uh, sure. But I actually went and looked it up. Uh, a lot of people online have looked it up and figured it out these are dragon blood trees uh or the hylian the hyrulean equivalent yeah they're not i mean it's it, they're called what what is the file name that they're called that like confirms that they are these dragon blood tree dot file okay um sure i mean that might be the source of inspiration, but it seems like an extra step to say that they, they're they equal to each other. Well, they're clearly um, supposed to be, right? In the same way that they're the, cl- boob- well, they're, in the, same way that like, the boobab trees are supposed to be like boobabs. I think that there is an extra layer of differentiation here because I don't think that real dragon blood trees have like flat tops that you can just walk around on well of course not yeah it's an abstraction it's a video game version of the thing yes uh these are actually a real life tree that is native to a island off the coast of yemen cool uh i think i've seen these in like a planet earth or uh, some other david attenborough show Mm. uh they're just they're uh, like tall trunks with all of the branches at the very top arranged in a way that looks like an umbrella. Uh, the Breath of the Wild ones are accentuated in such a way that it looks like just a big platform, which is kind of why, at first glance, you might think it's a mushroom. 
Yes, they don't look like trees. Uh, they look a lot like mushrooms. I really thought that they were rocks for a long time. Uh, I think I understand why, because we were talking about it a little bit yesterday about how, like, you can knock it over and it almost looks more like a pillar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you were saying they're almost more like, uh, what was the word you used? Uh, like petrified trees. Yeah, after after we were talking about them actually being trees, I thought, well, maybe they're petrified because they seem so much like they're made out of rock to me. Uh, but you can get actual wood item from you them. You can. Right? I tried it out. Uh, you can just chop it down and get wood. That's wild. Uh, it's Breath of the Wild. <laughs> the thing is, is in real life, uh, the reason they're like that is to be able to, like exist in a very rocky area without a lot of soil mm -hmm. and they're kind of built up in a way to get as much moisture as possible and to provide sure. like shade down below uh that is not necessarily the necessary thing here because it's in the middle of a swamp yeah they're in the swamp and they're also by that tower they yeah. are underwater so that is messing with my head a lot I remember seeing it when I did the, the, the Ridgeland Tower, but in that lake submerged are a whole bunch of these things that shouldn't be submerged. Well, and I think that's another reason to say that maybe these aren't actually dragon's blood trees. I think that the, the way I read that is that the lake is a recent feature. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I don't have anything to back this up other than it's in an area where a tower broke through and we know that towers breaking through cause the environment around them to get messed up sometimes. Uh, like there was an underground aquifer. Yeah. The tower burst open and almost like a uh, you hit a water main. Water swoosh out and fill up the hole mm -hmm. like that's the only way it makes sense in my head because trees don't grow underwater that's silly hilarious um anything else to talk about other than weird trees uh the other major like geographic feature is the breach of demise oh uh, this is cool which is a big old canyon that kind of uses the same like landscape assets as that skull lake back in akala yes definitely uh the actual I feel like yeah. the um this sort of land form is supposed to look like bones coming out of the earth does that track with you uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and that is especially interesting because you have like layers of you have a lot of big bones in this game. <laughs> you have the um, the layers that are skulls that I guess we established are uh, artificial. But you have the Leviathan skeletons, which are definitely not artificial. Mm -hmm. Then you have that weird demon skull that we don't know what it is. And mm -hmm. it's surrounded by giant ribs. And I think that these are like the bones of the actual earth. That's how it seems to me. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Uh, it's a cool little... It's it, it, little. It's a cool area. Um, it's where you, like, 
you know, it, it, the entrance to this area from Hyrule Field goes through it. So it's it's cool. Yeah, I I think it's. Um, oh, uh, my note here is that they turned this whole area into a level of Age of Calamity. Oh, oh yeah. In a weird way, and I'm like, I don't really know why you would go for that over some other ones, but sure, okay. Oh, I think this is one of the cooler, more evocative places in the game. Yeah. I can totally see why you'd make a level out of this, and they gave it a great name. Yeah, Breach of Demise. It's a reference to Skyward Sword character Demise, I suppose. Uh, you, you think there's another explanation? Uh... I mean, it's just a cool sounding name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, then I did a bunch of stuff. Okay. In this area. I went to, uh, Wash's Bluff. Uh. Oh, yes. And Castle's there. Way up on top of one of those tree, the, the dragon blood trees. Mm Mm-hmm. Which you can climb... It's just very awkward because of the incredibly steep angle. You have angle. to be basically backwards. Yeah, you are like on your back. You're like prone climbing this thing. It's ridiculous, but it works. Uh, Cass is up here. He has a song about a nearby like pedestal, but then he also has a journal that like details basically every other place he shows up in the game. What is the, uh, what does the journal actually say? What is it about? It's just about, I am traveling around and here's some places that I know of that I should go check out kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Cool. It's, it's kept in a very like simple way just to be like, and then it will name places, but not necessarily like super specifically what's going on there. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I guess this is where you're, if you were curious about other places to find him, that's how you could potentially figure that out uh he's not that hard to find though so you know yeah yeah uh gives himself away a little bit there's a shrine quest here uh like a lot of Cass's other appearances where the hint in his song is to stand on that pedestal during a blood moon without Uh, any armor that's a cool quest doing this quest the first time is where i learned about the mechanics of the blood moon in more detail what mechanics would those be that you cannot force a blood moon by waiting interesting speak on that so the first time i did this i like saw that it, okay i gotta wait for blood moon one of those will just happen if i just keep sleeping so i went to a stable and like kept resting at a at a campfire over and over and over and over and over again and i was watching the phases of the moon as they went by but the phase moon phase never changed to blood moon Mm. and so i had to investigate like what's going on with this why is it not switching over and then that's when i you know google searched or whatever and it's like well the blood moon mechanics a little more complicated than that um as far as the way i understand it it's the game has so much like memory for things you have done in the world like things you have picked up enemies you've defeated like changes you've made in like the the objects in the world sure and then when you exceed that memory usage the next available time the game will trigger a blood moon 
Sure. Uh, the blood moon will not trigger when you're indoors, like in a shrine. Uh, okay. It was not triggering when we were in Hyrule Castle a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it probably doesn't also doesn't trigger inside of a divine beast, but I just haven't done that. Um, hmm. I think there's such a thing as an emergency blood moon if you really, like, completely destroy the game's memory. Yeah, I think that there are multiple ways of triggering a blood moon, and I think that, um, especially close to when the game came out, uh, when I, we were, when both of us were going through it for the first time. I think that the scholarship on the subject was incomplete, shall we say. And oh, totally. There was a lot of people presenting incomplete theories as fact, and so there was misinformation going around. And I, 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 I agree, or <laughs> it's also my impression that it has to do with cleaning up when there's too much, when you've changed the world state too much yep. that you know it needs to go back to square one so yep. to speak exactly um but there i'm sure there are other reasons for that yeah I, i'm sure there's a really good explainer out there that gets into the nitty-gritty of it but suffice to say you cannot just rest at a campfire forever uh sure. so i knowing that this time i dropped my little teleportation amulet here and mm. said okay i'll get a blood boon at some point when i'm running around so that will just do that then uh, eventually, I did get a Blood Moon. I teleported back. I unlocked Mija Roki Shrine, uh, which is a modest test of strength. That's wild. This uh, cast quests like this don't they usually end up giving you blessing shrines? It depends. I maybe someday I'll stare at a spreadsheet and try and figure that out, but oh, okay. I don't think I want to. I think that's too much work. Um, but also because, uh, I got there so fast, like the blood yeah. moon hangs in the sky for like a couple hours leading to midnight and then like a little bit beyond midnight. Okay. So like I was, I stood on the pedestal to unlock it. It unlocked. I went in the shrine, did the shrine, left the shrine and managed to miss the actual blood moon triggering. Oh, so then the, fo so then the following night it triggered again. <laughs> <laughs> huh uh just how it worked out uh okay so cast is also at some ruins nearby oh these are some weird ruins there's some weird ruins and i kept trying to figure out if there's a way you could possibly like see cast in two different places at once ah uh, no the distance is too great as far That's as i can not tell how it works because there's only one goofy i feel no there's <laughs> yeah but if you if you catch him in two places at once, Disney, you win a prize from Disney. Is that true? No, I don't think it's true, but they definitely do their best to make sure that doesn't happen. It's very funny. Probably get escorted out if you point that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's these cool ruins, and he's got a, another uh, 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 song for you about how if you can manage to shoot an arrow between two of the ru ruins... I, I have to take issue with you calling them ruins because it looks like natural formations to me. Okay, speak on that. Um, well, not it doesn't look like natural formations, <laughs> but it's just like 
rocks, right? Yeah, yeah it's like they're rocks. And that some have of been... them have grass growing on them and stuff. Yeah, they look like it's like a it's like a like a lithic site or something like yeah like a like a like a hinge. Yeah. Uh, where they're all arranged in like weird formations, and at the top of each like set of rocks, there's a rock with a hole in it. But they're and... all pointed weird ways, so that you have to run around and squint a lot to try and figure out which two are lined up, so that you can shoot an arrow through two of them. I guess the design process was just whenever you find a way to like arrange these rocks randomly, whenever you find a way to shoot through two rocks at once, uh, move something around so that's impossible. Do that six or seven times until it's no longer trivial. And there you've designed a puzzle. Yeah, it's weird. It's cool. I like it. It's getting the most out of a little, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very glad that they didn't try to spread this into, like, you could imagine a world where this is one of the Korok puzzles that you have to do. Yeah, that'd be miserable a little bit. But it's pretty cool being just one thing. Yeah, this is the only place I think this asset is anywhere. So Mm -hmm. it's good. Uh, finding the right one unlocks Sheem Dago's shrine. Uh, what is the shrine? Oh, it's a very simple puzzle where there are two switches. You have you have some switches, and all the action takes place on the wall way over there, right? Yes. Okay, that's the. Sh- I was mixing this shrine up with a different one in my head, but totally, it's like one of those like pachinko board kind of levels. Right. 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 Uh, where you're dropping things down and manipulating stuff, and it's a very simple one. Yes. Uh, more simple than, like, I feel like we've even seen in this game. Um, have we done the one yet where there's a waterfall going down the back wall? I believe so. I think that one's early on. Okay. That was a good one. That's, so this that's is the like one a... where, that's the one where I always forget that you can crayon as, like, water that's coming down a wall. Mm-hmm. I always forget that, and it's cool when you do it. Uh, so, but this has the cool quality of after you solve the puzzle of like making the platforms turn the right way to make the balls land in the right place. Uh, then you get to go over and like walk around on part of the pachinko puzzle, right? Right. There's a chest there. That's cool. Yeah, that's good, but. It's, you know, it's what it is. I I want a big one of these. I'm sure I'll get one at some point. I like when you get to walk around inside of the thing that you're uh, manipulating from a distance. Do you like that Mario uh, Sunshine level, this pachinko level? Um, no, not really, but that's not what I'm talking about. Too bad. That's what I'm talking about. The Mario Sunshine level that's a pachinko level is bad because the collision and the gravity is all weird. <laughs> the collision in, in, in Sunshine is so weird. It's so funny to watch people play that game and fall through platforms and stuff. Um, but uh, the uh, shrine that's right outside of uh, Hateno Village, the apparatus with the uh, labyrinth maze game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get to climb inside of the labyrinth and open that yeah, chest. Yeah, that's fun. I'm all about that. That's good. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, oh, I had a bunch of like little tiny notes uh, about cute things I saw. On my way over towards the Breach of Demise, I ran into like one of those monster forts. Okay. Uh, that looked abandoned, and so I went and climbed up on it, and then I got jumped by a bunch of chews. Uh, <laughs> it's like Fort Chew, and I like to think that they planned this ambush. Uh, the the, the chews plant it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not a very good one, because Chews are extremely easy enemies to fight. But, yes. it's very cute nonetheless. Yes. Uh, inside the Breach and Demise, I ran into an NPC that actually grabbed my attention. A lot of the, like, world NPCs you run into are just like, oh, I'm patrolling this area. I'm, I'm just walking from place to place, and, uh, I might, like, best case scenario, I'll sell you something. Yeah. There's Worst like the, case scenario, I turn into a ninja and try to kill you. That happens too often. Nah, it happens often enough. But yeah, um, what's this? This guy's name is Badek, which is a good name. That's a good name. Uh, Badek loves horses. Uh, as you walk up to him, he will like talk under his breath about other modes of transportation. Uh, the one time I went up to him, he was like, "Oh, paragliders." <laughs> uh, the other time he's like mechanical horse that would never work you have to come up to him when you get a mechanical horse i will do my best to find him um but then you talk to him and he's like oh yeah hey what's up i love horses uh he got to ride a skeleton horse around hebra wow and he's like it was super cool and more comfortable than you'd think <laughs> there's a, there's a quest up in Hebrew to do that, right? Um, there think, might be. I think there's I a quest remember. up in Hebrew for that. That sounds familiar. We'll find out in seven episodes. Uh, not seven. We'll be sooner than that. Uh, he's there. Oh, there's a shrine in Breach of Demise. Another shrine. Which one's this? This is Zalta Wa Shrine. This is the one I was thinking of before. That's very simple. It's, um yeah it's there's like an orb that you can knock into a receptacle that opens up a path that you have to throw another orb into to open up the way to the top to finish it yeah i kind of broke it how'd you break it i didn't need both orbs because i just knocked the one orb like out of its little like area and got it to the area I was in. So I could just skip the first orb and just go straight to the second. Sure. Or you could just drop some random items on the switch. And never even look at the first orb. Well, no, you need an orb to like open up the top part. Oh, that's I think, right. I think is how that works. No, you're right. I'm dumb. It's hard, it's hard to explain. It's not a particularly good one. And what that does is um, it activates... This weird sliding platform yeah. that you then need to launch yourself into, which is almost more interesting than everything leading up to it. Like, kinda, but I've liked other, like, launching up into things, shrines better than this one. I was editing a recent episode, and I heard myself say that there are no shrines in this game that are duds. And I felt so embarrassed as I heard myself say that because 
I've already complained about shrines that I think are actually bad. Um, this one I don't think is actively bad. It's not as bad as the um, long distance golf one. I, but yeah, I think this one is just subpar. Yeah, it's just it's you know this is a one pass. Okay, good, chip it, kind of thing. Um, it's I, I should also mention this this shrine is just out in the open. In a way that, you know, some shrines just are. There are some shrines that are just out there. That's what I've heard. Uh, then I went up on the, like, the ridge itself. Uh, and the most interesting up there is a guy named Kanba. Uh, he has a foot race minigame. Inter- I don't know if I've ever seen this. Oh, really? You go uh, north you of... You know what, mate? It's been a long time. North of Mount Rome, there's a guy that wants to challenge you to a foot race to the top of the mountain. Um, and he runs at the same time as you? He runs at the same time, but he is slow. He's very easy to beat. He's like Koopa the Quick round one. Hmm. Uh, but the actual path up is fun because there's all kinds of like obstacles that generate as you're running up. Like rocks, like start, what? rocks start falling. Oh, cool. A, a bunch of shoes show up. Uh, in, and there was like one chew that is set up in such a way that I think it's an electric chew that's next to an exploding barrel. Ooh. So it sets itself off and then it explodes and then a tree falls in your path. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's not particularly difficult to beat him. I think I popped a running potion and just massacred him. Hmm. Uh, you just get 50 rupees for beating him. I tried to do it a couple times to get better scores, and that yeah, it was just rupees. No extra bonus or okay. anything. Uh, but I played that good minigame music, which is good. Which good minigame music? The minigame music. The I can't... Isn't there more than one? Is there? Are you talking about the minigame music from when you were flying around? I think so. It's like, yes. like a toy. It's got like a toy box sound to it. Okay. Anyways, we better stop talking about this. I don't want to do that much work editing this episode. You shouldn't do very much work at all. It's the weekend. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Then I went to the part with all the trees, which is Saris Scablands and Ludfo's Bog. Now Saris is the shrine lady. The None in Link Between Worlds. Oh, okay. Ludfo. Oh, okay. Ludfo is. Well, these results are just saying that it's a bog in Breath of the Wild. It's a guy that lived in a bog. It seems like that should be the name of someone else, but. It could be a Japanese name that didn't get. Mm. You know, there's. If we actually sat down and picked apart all the names, we would go insane. No, I would just have an awesome weekend. Oh, okay. Well, it is the weekend. Um, That's where the big trees are. I climbed a bunch of them. The big ones you cannot cut down. I didn't explain that, but yeah, you can only oh, okay. cut down the small ones. Uh, I climbed around on the big ones looking for stuff. I only ever found, like, bird nests. Hmm. There's, I'm Surely there's something up on one of them somewhere, but I, w- I got bored of that about... 20 minutes in, it was like, I'm gonna play the game now. 
but if you go to the part of the swamp that's like tucked against the ridge, yes, uh, you end up at Thunder Plateau. Yeah, and that's where you get one of those like monk voiceovers, like at right. Typhlo or Eventide, mm-hmm. uh, where it like issues a challenge to you. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can just walk straight back out of here, though, unlike those other ones. Yeah. Uh, like, I found um, a I found a Korok while I was doing this, and I'm just like, that's... Okay, sure. This area is interesting because you can see the thunderstorm on top of it from a really long distance. Yes. In other places, when there's a thunderstorm above you... The whole cloud or the whole sky clouds up and it feels like it's a universal thing. You you never see or maybe you I don't think you do see like a cloud moving across some other area with rain coming out of it. Do you? I feel like the weather, sh- the way the weather system works in the game. I mean, I might be completely wrong, but it's not like it's modeling realistic weather. Right, right. Like movements and stuff. It's just kind of each individual area is kind of given a weather schedule. Uh-huh. that's probably somewhat randomized so it's not like you're gonna have a storm front moving in from hyrule field to hyrule ridge or anything like that it's just gonna cycle whatever and if i were on the team i would say no guys let me program the weather realistically and they would <laughs> say ryan that's not allowed yeah i'm sure somebody on the team wanted to and they shut that person down severely because you can't you know that, but this you way, can. this way lies madness. No. They, what are they going to do next? Model realistic water flowing? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, good point. The challenge here is to put four orbs into four receptacles on top of Thunder Plateau, which is this like, uh, Zonai ruin. I, yeah. 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 Um. And you pointed out in your notes that the orbs are not like Sheikah orbs. No. They're like these Zonai orbs that have their own symbols and colors. Yeah. Uh, and the receptacles, like, the, it, all, like obviously these are just like, you know, reskinned versions of the ones we already have. Mm-hmm. But they're like specifically not the Sheikah versions. And like when you put the orbs in the receptacles, it doesn't glow to indicate that like it's activated. Interesting. Which makes it seem like it's like a knockoff that like the zone I made, which is well, super fascinating to me. Yes, the the uh, I think we talked about this briefly, but I didn't realize the full import of what's going on here. You get to these locations, the not just uh, these uh, Thyflo, but um, the labyrinths, and these are Zonai architecture mm-hmm. but it's the voices of Sheikah monks talking to you and challenging you to navigate these zonai areas mm-hmm. and the zonai areas are all built on top of Sheikah shrines right um but like it's almost like there is a cooperation between the Zonai and the Sheikah going on. Yeah, like clearly the Zonai at least respected or venerated or whatever, like the Sheikah that came before them, these ancient Sheikah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting. It's really cool. 
Uh, oh, getting the orbs is a pain in the butt because yes. they're like in weird spots uh, that you have to like knock off of big pillars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to get them up onto the plateau, which is its own fun challenge. Yeah, it's stupid. No, it's fun. I like it. It's dumb, I, but it's... It's very dumb, and I feel like... For almost all of them, I feel like I ended up resorting to, like... Trying to push them up against a wall with a cryonis thing. I never felt like I was oh. doing something the way they intended. Um, I never used cryonis I felt like I was, like hacking around the intended puzzle the whole time it was well, really frustrating i never used cryonis so i wonder interesting Cry- cryonis isn't tall enough then right no it's inconvenient and stupid well so what i did was that the ones that i had to get up on the plateau i would bring them to the top left where there's kind of an art artific- like a like a natural ramp up mm-hmm. and then i would wedge it in a certain spot and uh-huh. then stasis it uh-huh. and then wail on it uh-huh. And then golf it up onto the platform. Okay. I was uh, never very confident with my stasis golf. Uh, neither was I. And <laughs> in fact, like, the one time I did it, I veered off extremely in the wrong direction with it. But the area I managed to wedge it into, like, redirected it in such a way that it, it actually landed. So that was really good. Okay. Oh, the other thing going Wonderful. on is it's thundering. I didn't mention oh, that. Oh, yeah, it's a lightning storm the whole time. Uh, and the, so whoever was here before you left a bunch of rusty weapons around <laughs> to try and get you hit by lightning, but I put on my fish hat, so we're, we're okay. Ah. Uh, went in the shrine, uh, this is Toyasa Shrine, uh, which is the one full of a bunch of breakable blocks. Yes. Very good idea, um almost like a mario thing to have a destructible a ton of destructible blocks that just that exist for you to destroy them yep that's like the first step of the puzzle is blow a bunch of stuff up you blow a bunch of stuff up you find a metal block down below that you can magnesis and move around mm-hmm. uh you can actually use that metal block to break the break the breakable blocks oh that's cool um i cleared it I all think, okay i think there uh maybe i tried this i'm not sure if i was successful but, like, carefully, selectively not breaking some of the blocks might make it easier to get through the shrine overall. Probably. There's probably an optimal way, like, path. What ended up happening to me is that there's, like, a nearby pillar that has a chest on it. Oh, yeah. And I broke all the blocks before noticing it, and then I could not <laughs> jump on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized that despite that i the fact that i could not magnesis that chest i could mag- push it off with the magnesis block yeah 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 so i was like okay thank goodness uh yeah oh and then the reward for it was the rubber armor which is the last piece of the rubber equipment i was missing now it's you say the reward but it's like a chest that's like underneath part of the rest of the puzzle it's not like yes. at the end of this puzzle correct the the treat in the, in this is the more thunder stuff I like it when the prize in the shrine is related to the area outside the shrine. Yep, I agree. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of the bulk of the 
the hey. Hyrule Ridge area. Hold up a second. What's up? Uh, the Zonai post-date the Sheikah? Yes, we've been over this, I think, before. Then why are there Zonai barbarian clothes in the Sheikah shrines? It's... I mean... And also, why are there modern weapons in the shrines? Well, the monks are still alive, right? Oh, do they climb up out of the shrines to Maybe. collect prizes and then they must have scurry at some back point. down? Or like, you know, mm-hmm. they they get people to run errands for them. Maybe that's what Paya does with her time. Yeah, she's in charge. Oh, that'd be fun! What if you were Paya running around Hyrule and you have to, like, do chores for all the monks? Yeah. Oh, that's an adorable idea. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I with this. mods, we can make it happen. I, I want this game. I want the Paya, like, being, like, Paya's delivery service. <laughs> and she gets a little, like, master cycle moped. Ah! Oh my, oh my gosh. god, this is adorable. I want this. Oh my god. This is a great idea. Nintendo, please. Yeah. Never gonna happen. But no, no, no. But I think that, like, I don't know. There's Obviously, there's some game, you know, some video game hand waving. But, like, maybe at the time the Zonai were building stuff, they were still chilling with the ancient Chica people. No, I think that Paya had to go get the Zonai stuff. From a Zonai place. Possibly she had to actually do the Thyflo Ruins puzzle. <laughs> and when when she was there, the Zonai armor was just sitting around on the surface level. But her job was to get there and then put it in a shrine and then leave. Okay. I, I The idea of her doing all this. Like, no combat in the game, right? Like, it's just got to be like a trading thing. I think that um, it's it it's got to be that Paya Paya can't you know wield a sword or anything, but there are still monsters around, and you just have to run away. She's got some cool like stealth mechanic. Yeah, She's it's zero a, suit Paya. Zero? No, you can't say that. Why? Because people make fan art, and I don't want that. Well, I just meant in terms of like the gameplay. Yeah. But you can go ahead and make that fan art. I don't know. I don't want this. I don't want Listeners, this. Listeners. No. Draw Paya in a skin suit with huge heels oh, that she doesn't no. have in Zero Mission. <laughs> They're rocket boots. They're rocket boots that... <laughs> <laughs> well, her kicks weren't powerful enough. No, we had to fix that, certainly uh anyway uh so there's the the last thing in this area that i didn't do is kind of behind the ridge there's a stable that i always forget about um you yeah. you started this this uh at tabantha stable right that's what right. we were talking about last yeah time. And, and i did like there's a big a, circle yes there's a different stable there's a different stable northeastish of here yeah uh, that is like the last stable you'll ever find in the game because it's just right. not anywhere that you will have to go. But uh, well, I'm gonna and they go hide th- it. Do they? 
It's like in in a ring of trees. We'll talk about this on the oh, okay. next episode. I, I'm going to have to go check it out because I don't remember. Uh, but that's where I'm going to go next time. So okay. uh, look forward to that.